Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, yeah, most sports talking heads make predictions, then hope you forget about how wrong they were. But not Mackie and Judd. Write this down. This is the big leagues, where we own our terrible predictions. Write that down. And keep track of each other's batting averages. It's Write That Down. Write it down. You like writing things down. With Mackie and Judd. Welcome in. The only show in America. Well, this and our other daily show. So, the only two shows in America that have the stones to actually keep track of our predictions with statistics. It's right that down here on Minnesota Sports with Mackie and Judd. And gentlemen, this segment is sponsored by our friends at Target Field. The first place Minnesota Twins. That's right, we're sitting here. It's uh, June 21st, and the Minnesota Twins are a first place ball club, and tickets are available. Twins.com. Slash tickets. There he is. Where, look at that hat. Where'd you get that? Giveaway. That's a great hat. Giveaway. Free. Never worn before. First time I've ever worn it. Oh, man. Look at that. I think what Judd misses the most about my season tickets is the bobbleheads I could get. I, I you know Judd always texts me last year being like, hey, if you go to that game, could you uh, go pick up that bobblehead? I don't think they're doing specialty ones. Really? This That's season. Lame. Yeah, because they're doing a Carlos Correa one on July 7th. They did the Joe Ryan one in June. I don't think they're doing more specialty ones. This what if we did an Edward Julian bobblehead, but instead of the head bobbling, he could be bobbling a baseball? Oh, 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 oh. Like, 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 you know, ground ball hit to... No? Okay. Uh, what would anyways, the Max Kepler one do now? I should just continue to tell people that you can get tickets at twins.com slash tickets. Hey, Royce Lewis, what, three more hits last night? Hey, a bomb... Well there's a couple fun guys to watch in that lineup, Alex Kirilov, and uh, you know, there's a couple pitchers that are still at least going in the right direction here. Twins.com slash tickets. It's also even if the baseball isn't Can't go great, wrong in the ballpark. Uh, it's right, exactly right. The best bar in the Twin Cities. Let's be honest. So exactly right. Go check them out. All right, boys. Here's how it works. Write that down. We'll put the visual on the screen here. Three predictions from everybody each week. They must be quantifiable. We keep track of batting averages and home runs. And listeners, if you want to participate, you can send us a message through the Score North app. Send it to Declan, and we'll get you scheduled for some time this summer. Joel is about to join us here. He is a Declan Goff protege, actually, a St. Mm. Cloud State mm-hmm. uh, slash journalistic protege of Declan. So we'll get to him in just a moment. But let's go through the accountability session, starting with Judd. Oh, you said John Morant would be suspended for 50 games or more for the 2023-24 season. Only a 25-game suspension for Ja for yeah. 
carrying guns around. I was disappointed. I thought I was going to be right, and I wasn't even close. It's weird because, like, I don't know. He's not, like, harming anyone necessarily. It's bizarre behavior. But the NBA spent so much time 20 years ago trying to clean up the imagery, right? right? You know, these thugs. These guys are thugs because they wear baggy clothes and stuff. And and David Stern and Adam Silver was very high up in the league office, too. They spent a lot of time just trying to clean up that image. So I get it. All right, this one's still on the board here. You did say David Popkins would be dismissed as Twins hitting coach here. Mm-hmm. Uh, where are we at with this one, do you think? <laughs> uh, well, we should be. It should be in green. It should be a ding, ding, ding. Um, I don't know if we forgot that we, we employ him. And so we, we, you know, haven't fired him yet. That's a really good question. I have no idea how he's still employed. I mean, what would you say you do here? <laughs> I'm a hitting coach, damn it. Okay, correct me if I'm wrong here, but so David Popkins is like in his early 30s, right? He's he's a young guy. Has he he's never been a big league hitting coach, right? He was correct. And he's an analytic so he, background guy, I believe. He retired okay, he retired as an active player in 2000. He was a minor league player. He retired yeah. as an active player in 2017. In 2019, the Dodgers named him as hitting coach for their Arizona League team, the Arizona Dodgers of the Arizona League, which is a that's a rookie level. So there's triple A, double A, high A, low A, and then rookie league. Yeah, in Florida, then, it's called the I think it's called the comp, the Florida Complex League now or something. Okay. Yep. And then before he landed the job with the Twins, he was coaching in the Great Lakes. So the uh, the Great Lakes Loons of the Midwest league. That's a high a team. Yep. So again, correct me if I'm wrong here. Yes. The highest he reached as a player was double a, the highest he reached as a coach was high a he's 33 years old. And now he's a major league hitting coach the last couple of years. Yep. Okay. Yeah. That's not good. That's I mean, you've good, said nothing wrong. Just, I can't correct you. I'm just, I'm just stating facts on a resume. They had a uh, Levitard interviewed Skip Schumacher, former Cardinal utility guy, who's now the Marlins manager, uh, who's also honestly doing a very, very good job. I for- totally forgot they had him as a manager, but he like explained his story of how because he was a fringe roster guy or like mostly like a utility guy with the Cardinals that he like yep. learned so much behind the scenes, but with Larusa, and then he was with the Padres as a coach, and then he was with the Cardinals last year as a bench coach. He like absorbed all this info, and he is only forty three years old. Uh, but yes, I'd rather have that guy. I'd rather have someone who's like been around a little bit more than That's someone who it's, hasn't reached above a ball to coach. It's like I guess if you're some of these veteran hitters who are struggling, if you're a Carlos Correa who's having the worst season of his career, let's just use him as an example. David Popkins comes around, and maybe those guys get along. I'm sure they do, whatever. I'm sure Popkins is a good guy. But, uh, you know, he comes around the corner like, hey, I got some thoughts for you, Carlos. I don't know. I, it's just a weird, like, Judd, if we hired someone to come in here as the podcasting coach who had never done, like, any level of TV or radio or had never grown a big podcast or anything and says, hey, I got a couple thoughts on, like, yeah, it's just, I, I know. know. Here's, well, and they're all failing. Hey. That's the thing about it. Like, who is who's hitting well? There's well, a, they're on pace to set the major league record for strikeouts. So, yeah. there's a headline from last year: Twins hitting coach David Popkins is quote the real deal, despite lack of experience. 
That's a story. What yeah. publication was well, that from? Well, J.D. Uh, Durbin the, also was nicknamed the real deal. The, real deal. Uh, the Athletic. Okay, yeah. Doing a great job. Hmm. Uh, old Macadac said Victor Hovland and Brooks Kepka would be mm. in the final pairing at the United States Open. They both made the cut, but hey. I think we can take this one off the board, especially because I uh, wouldn't want to disrespect the man who's going to be on Flagrant Howls this week. <laughs> Chris Finch will not be on the Wolves. I will Whoa. not be the Wolves coach on August 1st of 2020. We'll just, oh, Finchy. <laughs> you want to show him that one? Should I actually have me a guest predictor and take that one off the board while he's on? <laughs> and then uh, this one's still on the board. It almost oh. came off the board, though. I said early in the year, like in January, that Ricky Fowler will win a golf tournament this year after basically falling off the map for two years. So close. Man, he was leading the U.S. Open. And he kind of melted down on Sunday. Still, still with the top five finish, but it's still on the board. There's still plenty of tournaments left here. Let's make it happen, Rick. All right, nothing off the board for the listeners, but here's a highlighted feature prediction from Zach. He said, in the 2023 season, Byron Buxton will play in at least 100 games, hit 30 bombs, and will steal at least 30 bases. So he has like, he's got like six or seven stolen bases. He's not going to get to 30. Right. He has 10 homers. I don't know. He's... And then and then, um, after being pushed, thankfully, by our friend Chip Scoggins, Rocco finally said that Byron Buxton, he said this last night, uh, physically cannot play the outfield right now. And, well, but he kind of made it sound like, Rocco made it sound like, as I've been saying the whole time, I'm not yeah, saying no, anything hasn't. different. I don't think they've ever come out and said, they've always said they're going to be cautious with him. Right. It they've seems, never said he physically can't yes. play the outfield, which is what was stated yesterday. Yes, right? and that's the statement that changes it to, okay, it's a chronic problem. You could have just said in spring training, he's probably done playing the outfield. And I got to think that if he ever does get back out there, center field's a complete non-starter now. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's really tough, man. Such an unfortunate oh, situation God. here. Sad. Declan, the bloodbath from Purple yeah, Daily was, continues uh, into this show here. You what, said John Rahm. Hmm? Dex goes, it was a rough week here. I said, what, Declan? I couldn't hear that. He's very upset that he's no, now just, over yeah, it six. Was, it, was a, it was a rough week. Jeb, would you like to needle Declan more here, or yeah. should I go into them? I, I just want to get a shot in before it's done, okay? Okay. Uh, Declan said John Rahm and Brooks Kepka would be yeah. in the final pairing at the U.S. Open. <laughs> he said the winner of the U.S. Open would shoot no better than minus six. Well, minus minus eight was the round one leading Yeah. Actually, score. what, only, um obviously, Wyndham shot 10 under. Was Rory eight? I believe I think he finished two strokes. Only yeah, two, this was so actually yeah. two guys finished better than this at the end of the day. But yeah, after round one, I was like, oh crap, this isn't even going to come close. You said Jorge Lopez will not allow an earned run in his next three consecutive appearances. Well, he he allowed a crooked number and then was put on the mental health list yep. for Didn't work. two weeks. So, so with that, Judd maintains a lead here, although it's not as big of a lead as it was before. Three fifty one with five home runs. He leads both categories. Declan, 269 with two home runs. Listeners, 250 with two home runs. Old Macadac still below the Mendoza line at 188 and three home runs. All-time Declan with a 373 average leads everybody. Judd with 278 career hits leads everybody. Listeners with 44 home runs lead everybody. In, so let's... In honor of Phil, I bring you a baseball card of Mario Mendoza. Right there. Oh Here it is. God. Is that autographed? 
the Mendoza line. Uh, it's a fake one. It's okay. a stamp. But yes, there it is. We there fake, the averages. We have fake Mendoza autographs. There are the Mendoza. All all of the 1975 cards were uh, were stamped <laughs> with fake. Amazing. Items. Thank you for the. I just the want nice to pay gesture. tribute to you. No, I appreciate that. It's it's kind of panic time here. I feel like we're about. Well, we're one week away from the no, because the midpoint way is more like end of July because we go through Small the sample Bowl, size. But... Phil, don't worry about it. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. nothing to see here. <laughs> exactly. All right, let's get uh, let's get Declan's protege in here from St. Cloud State. Joel is joining the show as a guest listener predictor. Is that a Kirko Chains shirt you're rocking there? It is indeed a Kirko Chains shirt. <laughs> Can we point out the astounding similarities, but between yeah, the hair? Yeah, there's there's a lot of similarities. A little red tint, to little little pump. Yeah, I mean that's very. It, it, this is very very interesting. Startling so what? So you guys you guys have met before? Yeah, I met him. He was at St. Cloud State for be a broadcaster day back, I think, in the fall or winter. And he tweeted out on Twitter, "I'm going to be there." So I replied to him like, "Yo, Declan Goff is going to be there." And then. The next day, I went up to him and we took a picture. So, what is your cool. what's your favorite thing about Declan? Um, he's young, so he has a young fan perspective, and I'm young, of course. Yeah. Uh, you guys, I this is amazing. You guys literally look like I'm not so be... sure you're not him. Yeah. Like, like I feel I like be, I'm in some type bizarre. of I should have brought my glasses in the day. I didn't, I didn't bring them, but I, oh, I should have worn my glasses. There's a couple of Buddy Hollies here making predictions. We should have, <laughs> we should have done the same thing. It's like, this is like the Spider Man meme yeah. right now. This is great. Who's Just who? pointing at each other. Who's who? <laughs> so, all right. Well, we'll get into it here. Joel, you're going to start us off with your first prediction and then over to Judd, Declan, and I'll round out um, the trips around the bases here. So, Joel, first of all, how did you become a Minnesota sports fan? Just kind of born in Minnesota? Mm-hmm. Like, what, what was your first ever heartbreak? So, obviously, as can be seen, I'm very young, probably one of the youngest people you've ever had on here. I'm only 18. I became a Vikings fan around 2014 when they drafted Teddy Bridgewater. Love Teddy Bridgewater. Got a jersey before it was cool. So, that was that was pretty cool. Twins Wild Wolves are a lot more recent, around 2019. My highlight moment is being at the Vikings and Colts game. And unlike Judd, I did stay the whole time. Oh. So at least I have one up on you, Judd. Oh, my God, yes. And and you weren't bullied by your friend group to leave, which is great, too. <laughs> no. That means time, that you have good friends. At halftime, I looked at my mom and just said, if they score any points, I'll be happy. So, oh, and Judd, you know that, that YouTube version of Ventline? Which I don't, I don't think would have become as big if we hadn't started with, like we started at halftime. Right. That YouTube video was up to like a hundred seventy thousand plays. It's the, yep. by far the most listened to or watched Ventline episode ever. I, it was worth it from a content perspective for you. Oh, to come absolutely. Back. But I got but, bullied. I got bullied. I got strong armed. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I'm just saying that some people stayed and some didn't, and I feel that I feel bad about that. Yep. So, well, you live and you learn, I guess, when it comes to the Vikings. So, all right, Joel slash young Declan, we'll start with you. Over to Judd, Declan, back to me. So, go ahead. You're leading off. My last thing is I am in the Twitter cabinet. I should mention that. Director of Future Heartbreak Operations. Awesome. Look at this. Good job. You're doing a hell of a job. That was in September or October. I would have been 17 at the time. One of our Purple Daily leaders here. Yes. Oh, yeah. Future of America right there. Future future of (laughs) Minnesota sports heartbreak. So, yeah. like, you got – thank you very much. 
Well, mm-hmm. gonna, gonna need you in the future. This is a very yeah. key cabinet position for sure. Well, I hope you don't ever need me, but I'm there. No, we will. I guess. We will I'm there. Sure. Oh, we'll need you because I'm gonna croak at some point here. <laughs> when the twins blow this division lead, I'll be there. Uh, dude, don't even worry about that. Go Cleveland. That's all I gotta say. Well, wow, Judd, Judd, you're, you're, you're need to happen. You're Change just done. Needs to happen. Oh God, I'm done. Yes. Yeah. All right, Joel. What is your first prediction, sir? Perfect. My first prediction. I'm gonna kick it off with a Vikings one. It involves two players that Judd has had his eyes on in the off season during OTAs and minicamp. To kick it off, Josh Metellus will have at least two times more defensive snaps this season than Lewis Seen. Wow. I just Josh Metellus, I think he's a hidden gem. We didn't know a whole lot in his first couple seasons, but he's really been playing well last year. And Judd's made it seem like in the Brian Flores defense, he's going to be playing pretty well and having a good role too. And Lewis Seen, you could almost call him a bust. Maybe it's still early for that, but he just hasn't lived up to the expectations that we had for him being a first-round pick. Is it a fair characterization, Judd, to say that the organization is higher right now on Josh Metellus than Lewis Seen? Absolutely fair. Yes. No. Um, and part of the reason I think is this, the most successful guys in the Flores scheme are going to know how, how to play multiple spots. Like Metellus literally played three spots, nickel Rover sort of, and safety. As far as I can see seen as a safety, like they're not trying to load him up. I think Metellus is incredibly bright too. So yes, I think from an overall perspective of a professional Metellus is easily ahead of scene and barring injury. I think that prediction is probably pretty good. Yeah. Very, very interesting. Also, uh, Josh Metellus, Michigan. Yep. Six Michigan man. So there's, there's the Jim Harbaugh connection there. Jim Harbaugh is probably in Quasi's here, right? Ooh, that's. Yeah. Think of that. There's a, there's a column idea for you right there. Anyone write that one? Go get a hold of Jim Harbaugh. (laughs) And uh, for VikingsWire.com. If I get a hold of Jim, I'm going to ask him, how close were you to being the Vikings coach? That's the only question I got for him. All right, over to Judd for your first prediction. Okay, despite what I said about the Twins, um, I am going to make a prediction here based on the fact that the Twins have gone so far off the cliff, I think they're going to pull themselves back on a little bit. The Twins will win at least two of three this weekend in Detroit. So they just lost three of four. Detroit's not good. Detroit was, I remind you, 1-11 in the month of June before they came to Target Field. And so I think the Twins are going to pull themselves up a little bit. And I feel like we've got some wild, furious rally to them as well. Like last night, hey, we'll hit some home runs late. Look at that. So I think the Twins are on the path of just being despicable. And that despicability will include two of three wins this weekend. I love the, hey. <laughs> I love Judd's yeah. like that's like the collective voice of the twins is ah yeah hey kids <laughs> three home runs a late furious rally I mean that's like Nico Koivu from Zucker and Parisi at nineteen fifteen of the third period they'll figure it out these these guys have been playing baseball their whole lives going back to when they were 6 years old they know how to play the game of baseball they oh will be God. just fine don't, going forward don't, oh I, I, can't, I, I don't want to do it <laughs> well, let's just get to the next prediction here Declan go ahead all right so i have a wolves draft prediction but 
I don't want to get burned here due to the complicated nature of NBA draft trades and teams like, you know, having reportedly moved up. So I, I do yeah, need, I'm going to, I'm going to ask for some help here. If the room will allow it, okay. if that's okay. Sure. You can ask, ask all you want. So my prediction is the wolves will not draft a player at 53. Is that if they if they if they do a trade where they move up, but they you know still technically are the team that slotted at fifty three, making the pick for the Hornets? Oh. You know, this is where I and don't want to get burned. Trades can't be consummated. I think you need to just put a time range on, say that the Wolves, the Wolves will not. Well, the Wolves will not make a pick at fifty three. Let's say they make a pick at fifty three, but then that player gets included in a trade that's consummated on July seventh. So the Wolves will not. Does that make a mean pick? they didn't make a pick at fifty three because it was on behalf of another team? You know, the Wolves, the Wolves will not make a pick at fifty three, or they will pick for another team at fifty three. Yeah, not make. And you'll pick. know that. And let's put a let's put like a forty eight hour window of grace period because maybe like it trickles out the next day or something. But I think, I think if you make a pick, then like and and you don't have an right. announced trade on draft night or something, then you have to keep that that player for at least a period of time. So we'll figure it out. Okay. We'll figure it out. Okay. It's close enough. All right. Write this down. Write this down. The Wolves will make a trade on draft night. The will on draft night, there will be a reported or consummated trade by the Timberwolves. Now, could it be for the number three and scoot? Or could it just be moving up from fifty three to forty eight in the second round? I don't know. But the Wolves will have the Wolves will make a reported trade on draft night. Okay, write it down. Write this down. All right, back to Joel. Oh, Joel, you're muted on your side, I believe, sir. There we go. There we go. You're good. There we go. I was zoned out for a minute, but that happens to the best of us. All right, Joel. All right. Your second prediction. I'm on with Declan, guys. It's just like, I can't be on with Declan Goff. It's uh, incredible. Yeah, it, Declan does make people nervous sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I do that. I don't. <laughs> well, perfect. I've got a four-item Twins parlay for you guys. Woo-hoo. And to be clear, all of these are end of the season, just so you know. Royce Lewis will lead the Twins in batting average, minimum 150 at-bats. Carlos Correa will have at least 23 home runs. The Twins will have at least 1,650 team strikeouts, and Byron Buxton will have no starts in the field this season. Mm-hmm. Write that down. Yeah, yeah, I think that's those are all very valid, and I think that would be the that'd be the strikeout record, right? 1,650 yeah. oh, yeah. would be a new strikeout. Record. 1,596 is the record. We can do it. Let's make it happen, guys. Oh, Come on, we're well on the way. Hang that banner. Go, go, Popkins. Go, Poppy. Doing a hell of a job. Here's how you strike out a lot. Hey, thanks a lot. Thanks, Coach. Okay, back to Judd. All right, I, I want to talk about a feel-good baseball team that I don't despise. So I'm going to talk about the National League Central's Cincinnati Reds, who have been a great story, in part because of Spencer Steer, former twin. Uh, write this down. The Reds will not only make the playoffs, but will win at least one series this season. So the Reds will be a playoff team, and they will win a series. Wow. At least one this season. It's kind of fun to see some of these teams like the Reds, the Orioles, the Diamondbacks Great. are in first place in their yeah. division. The, and even the the Giants weren't Giants. expected to be that good. They've won nine games in a row. Seeing They're the Reds good place. is fun, though. That's a fun young team. And that shortstop mm-hmm. is unbelievable. Yeah. Cool uniforms, too. It's kind of that the Actually, red. Yeah. 
Yeah. Cool logo. I'm disagree with that. Love Vado. Um, write this down. I'm I'm kind of going to buy something that Judd was selling there with the tides maybe turning for the local team. So write it down. Byron Buxton, Carlos Correa, and Joey Gallo will combine for at least five home runs. They've been just home run list for the most part. They will combine for at least five home runs by next week's Write That Down. Okay. So these three guys will run into some baseballs. I don't care the combination of how it happens, but Buxton, Correa, Gallo, they'll combine for at least five dingers by next week's Write That Down. The Gallo thing's funny. I see all these people like, look at how great he was the first month, but then look at how bad he's been this other month. It's like, yeah, that's uh, that. Have you welcome to the Joey Gallo experience? This is exactly who he's been pretty much his whole career. Now with the with the Yankees, he was just bad all the time, and sometimes guys get nervous with the Yankees or whatever. But uh, there's a good chance that, in fact, maybe I'll just make this prediction. Write this down, Joey Gallo. We'll have, how do I quantify this? Um, I don't know if I can. I might just move away from it. No, Joey Gallo will have a month. I'll say this. He'll have a month where he hits at least eight home runs between oh, wow. now and, between now and the end of the year. So I guess July, August, or September, in one of those months, Joey Gallo will hit at least eight home runs. Yeah. All right. That's how he rolls, man. He'll just go nuclear for like four weeks, and then he'll be unplayable again. Okay, right now. Write this down. All right, uh, back to Joel here for your third and final prediction. All right, perfect. Before I unleash this prediction, I must ask, are you guys still planning on having a scoop session with Doogie tomorrow? So we have two. We have we have a bonus one that'll be today, Joel, and then we have like our, yes, our main one is scheduled for tomorrow too. So I, I guess two in this week. All right. Um. I might have to call an audible. It still works. We'll say, have you not filmed yours today yet? Not yet. Nope. We're doing it in like half hour. Perfect. All right. <laughs> Doogie, I don't know if you're listening to this, but if you are, take off the headphones. This is actually about you. <laughs> oh, but you're fine. By the way, you're good. Zero. For, well, I, don't, no. I think th- there's a chance he's listening, but I can tell you if he is, zero chance he's taking his headphones off. Yeah. Zero chance. But All right. Doogie, please just ignore me. So we'll make this about today's then. You can let me know if I need to add a little to it or if this is too much of a bunt. Doogie will use the term kumbaya <laughs> and or uber blank at least once during today's scoop session. <laughs> yes. So this is the this is the Wednesday scoop yeah, session that you guys record? The one you can film today. Okay. All right, you guys are going to have to be the yeah the trackers on that. That's an all-time bond, man. Be on a you, company got, cruise you got getting... this point. Hey, you can change it from and or to just and, and it can be both. Oh. If you want. Okay. If you think it's too much no, of a let's do, No, let's do no. It's fine. Let's I'm, I'm just saying you Don't are. pressure, Joel. Don't you pressure. 100% God, on the right got a, track. Got a guest on here, and you're making him question himself. Uh, yeah, I'm what are you doing? I'm including him in dad. our fun. I'm including I'm him to, in I'm our fun. I'm just trying to be fair. Treat Dude. me like you treat any of you guys. Exactly what, what you're thinking. See, this is, this is broadcasting, man. you got to have thick skin, and Joel clearly does. You two All are right. like, just treat him like a kid. I'm not going to treat him like a kid. And Jason, professor, you know, Judd, Judd, Judd will be a professor at St. Cloud this uh, this fall semester. I, I, could I will totally sign up it. for all classes. <laughs> I'd love to be a professor at St. Cloud State because yeah, we would professor head right to the bar. Good. where I, yeah. I would teach all my classes where every young sports j- journalist belongs, and that is in a bar. The she Applebee, the Applebee's no. bar. No, yes. we wouldn't be in the Applebee's. Although I have been there, actually. Oh, the Mankato Applebee's was always a great place to. I, I, 
the thrill. I of actually back. stayed when I went to St. Cloud last. I actually stayed in a in a place that had an Applebee's. Yeah, I Holiday think, Inn. In yeah, mm-hmm. very nice. Yeah, got really got. I got, I got ooh, a little overserved. Dude, I'm so mad that they took the Applebee's away from campus. The Applebee's on campus at the oh. University of Minnesota. Oh, that's gone. It's gone. It's, gone. Mm. it's I think it's a. I can't get there anymore because of the train. Is it a? It's not a raising canes. There's a raising canes down the street. It's something. Oh, it's like a Chick Fil A. It's a Chick Fil A. Yes, I think which I right. love Chick Fil A, but not at the expense of an Applebee's. <laughs> Don't make oh, me choose between Chick Fil A and Applebee's. Very different. Very different things. Anyways, uh, Young Declan slash Joel here. Great work. Awesome predictions. Since you've got this life-changing platform here, is there anyone you'd like to thank that brought you to this pinnacle moment? Absolutely. I would like to start by thanking my family for putting up with my sports watching and watching you guys pretty much every day, both on here and PD. And I'd like to thank my two podcast partners. We did start our own podcast in high school about the Vikings. So this is our set. We just move my head out every week and film in here. So Sam and Big Lou, and then I'd like to thank you guys for having me on and, yeah, for putting out your great content and giving me the opportunity to be here with you today. So, and Declan for looking like me. Clearly, I should say me for looking like him. Yeah. But. De- yeah. Declan, Young do you have Declan. Any, any words of advice here? To uh, So you're starting your first semester yeah. in the fall, in the fall will, at yeah. St. Cloud State, the uh-huh. also known as the school that Declan built. Yeah, the, the Harvard of the Midwest. Um, yeah, man, I, I would just get involved early. I would get involved at kvsc i'd get involved at utvs i mean they had that awesome upgrade up there where i mean i think i talked about it at the be the broadcaster day i got spoiled because i just thought every radio station had like high up technology and all these great things at your disposal where Mm -hmm. when you get in the real world uh that's not always the case you get all these great tools and stuff to and resources to use my guy so get up there and uh and and get after it and and have a lot of fun St. Cloud. Yeah, I only ever i only visited two colleges one was st cloud state the other one i won't name just to keep it safe here, but I looked at the broadcasting department in both of them and it was like uncomparable. So it was no. kind of a no brainer for don't, me. Don't let people dog on St. Cloud state. Okay. Yeah, exactly. They got it. They got a great broadcasting Morris? program just cause it's everyone's favorite safety school does not mean that, you know, I, that, that, that you, they can uh, get good things out of it. I, I, I will vouch for the university of Minnesota uh, journalism program, but I also played online poker in the back of every classroom the mm. two years I was there. So I don't even know what they were saying. I was just, I was on party poker pretty much. So I'm, I'm sure St. Cloud State's great too. Don't gamble, kids. Joel, great stuff, man. Thanks Perfect. for coming Thank on. Thank you, guys. Good Hi, luck. Junior. We'll, yeah. get you, we'll get you on again sometime when, when Declan takes a sick day and nobody will notice. No, that's what I was going to say. We could <laughs> no actually, De- Declan could take vacations and Joel could just come in. Yeah. And it'd be a perfect. His body double. Yeah, I should have brought my glasses today. That would have been awesome. Young Declan premiering on CBS this fall. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Before we uh, finish out this last lap here, a shout out to our friends at Power Lodge and Miller Marine. Man, ninety degrees this week. So many bodies of water for you to take a Bennington out on with your friends, your family. Create that next friend slash family moment that you're going to remember power lodge has locations in Brainerd, Onamia and Ramsey and Miller Marine in St. Cloud. And man, there's over 300 pontoons in stock. So go check them out. Get some throttle therapy, Judd. Absolutely. And I mean, look at that. Look at the rest and relaxation. There's Declan and his buddies all jumping off, enjoying a day out there. Look, summers are short, right? But the Bennington is exactly what you need 
before the Vikings start, throttle therapy is going to put you in a great state of mind. In fact, when you're out there on the Bennington, all the kicks are good. Oh, there's Judd flexing that bicep while uh, getting his fishing reel ready. PowerLodge.com or MillerMarine.com. Check them out. All right. This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Let's go back to Judd here, your third and final prediction. So I'm going to actually um, um, a little bit at least uh, combat what Phil's prediction is uh, and say this. By the end of the regular season, Max Kepler and Joey Gallo will no longer be on the Twins roster. Okay. Both will be gone. Don't know how. Perhaps Max one- Didn't Max hit a bomb last night? He also hit I into I stopped a- watching at 10 nothing. He, al- I heard he also hit there. into a double play that was maybe the most pathetic ball hit I've ever seen. Six inches, if that. I don't know. I thought he was getting squeezed. He had the swing. He felt, I'm with you. He's worthless. Well, the shift, I mean, the shift being gone has helped him. So It hasn't. It has not helped Knox. All right, Dex, what's your third and final? All right, write this down. Uh, A member of the Twins coaching staff or front office will be fired by August 1st. Okay. I think it's more likely the coaching staff side, but I don't want to lose out on this because some front office guy gets let go. A member of the Twins coaching staff or front office will be fired by August 1st. You know what's crazy? I don't think that's going to happen. Probably not. I just, Probably not. I just don't. This is not, um, unless it's toxic or something. If it's if all of a sudden now, like internally, they turn on Rocco, the clubhouse, they well, turn Rocco on Popkins. Yeah, Rock, when did Rocco, that even? So that just happened in the middle of the night at some point in the off season, and just kind of happened a while ago. Because I think didn't didn't Ken Rosenthal report it, but said it had been months ago that mm-hmm. it was quietly done. Just very quietly, hey Rocco, hey hey, it's like Pete Mackey. Don't throw the ball over the plate so it gets hit. Okay, I'm going back to the dugout now. <laughs> Thanks, guy. Appreciate it. Okay, well, I feel like Joel kind of stole one. I wanted to get on the board with the Byron Buxton will not play in the outfield this season. It's like such a feels like a layup, and I wanted it. But he already made the prediction as part of the parlay, mm-hmm. and the rules state that if you're going to make the same prediction as someone else that week, you have to change it. So I will say, I guess I'm going to make this a long-term one. Byron Buxton will not play in the outfield all season. Nor will he play in the outfield in March or April in a regular season game. So he will not play in the outfield. What I really want to predict is he will not play in the outfield ever again, but then that just sits on the board for six years. I thought of that too. Yeah, that's a problem. 
So he will not play in the outfield the rest of this season, nor will he play in the outfield in a regular season game in March or April of 2024. So this will continue beyond 2023 is my prediction. So just turn it in, into a long-term one there, I guess. Write this down. If that knee is that bad, though, here's my question. At what point is he just done playing? Well, and now, like, with the bat, this is the worst season he's had offensively. Like, if you look at, right, like, his OPS compared to the last few years, I mean, he's been a, a viable hitter. Yes. When he's been on the field, a really good above average hitter, power hitter. Yeah. This is the worst offensive season he's had in years. So, yeah, like at some point, if, in, I don't know, man. But is I mean, he just going to be a DH for the next right, six but years? I, if, they're t- if they're basically saying that he can't stand in the outfield and it brings too much pain, then he can probably barely run the bases at times yeah I, so like that's the thing about it at some point in time he's going to be just done like like if this is chronic and it can't be fixed yeah he ain't gonna, gonna see this entire contract through it's tough man it's i mean it sucks tough. it's, it's a really really sad story i'm not but i just don't see i don't see light at the end of the tunnel here if it's as bad as it sounds dude i've also one thing that kind of so many rants one more quick one then we can be done one thing that kind of pisses me off i've seen these little threads about like well Look at uh, look at the offensive numbers for Miguel Sano and Byron Buxton. They're pretty much the same, and yet people hate on Miguel Sano and they give Buxton all these chances. Okay, let's say they're offensively like equal statistically or whatever. Like they have the same OPS or Sano's better. One guy was a generationally great center fielder defensively, like the best center fielder anyone has seen in twenty years, and just through no fault of his own. His body continues to break down. The other guy was basically a positionless ogre that came into spring training 20 to 30 pounds overweight annually, annually. Couldn't stick at shortstop, couldn't stick at third, was a below average first baseman defensively. They tried to put him in the outfield one year too, and it was like such a train wreck that, I mean, that was a bad organizational decision. But like, I, I... I think it's fair to say Miguel Sano, huge disappointment for self-inflicted reasons. Byron Buxton, huge disappointment for just unfortunate, out-of-his-control, largely injury reasons, right? Right. right. So they're not the, you can't one, put them in the same sentence. You can't. Zero sympathy for Sano. I would agree with that. Yeah, all his fault. All right. Well, we got to let Declan go here because he has to go uh, – Tutor the next generation of St. Cloud State yeah, right. kids. One we clearly tutors to look like him. This is weird. This you is go like to a classroom like a horror film, dude. You go to a journalism difference? class. It's like sixteen guys who look like Declan. Yep, that's what it is. Yep, <laughs> like a nine hundred two one zero episode. <laughs> I'm in. Amazing. All right, that's a wrap here on Minnesota Sports with Mackie and Judd. Write that down. The only show in America that actually has the guts to put stats next to our predictions. See ya.